Good afternoon. How you doing? This is Jason Methlock, and this is also with me tonight. Uncle Cliff in the All house. Right. This is Uncle Cliff and Little Brother, and we are live tonight. Uh, Uncle Cliff, it's been a while since we've been back on here. Uh, you know, work and you know, uh, just the day-to-day -day, uh, dealing with technology, and, and uh, we're still putting this thing together, but whenever we come on, baby, it is nice. Yeah, we're going to kind of keep it warm for y'all. Yes, indeed. Uh, I'm going to need you to work, wake it up a little bit, Uncle Cliff. Get you a drink, because you love to have drinks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you need to get it going. Yep, I'm finna yeah. Down, yeah. Okay. Yeah. We don't. We we didn't get on there to you know uh, listen to you. But no, listen to this. I know that we had talked offline, and we were very, very, very uh, uh, passionate about our conversation because we were talking about high school football and right. sort of the twist and turn. And you had something ludicrous to say about Duncanville. I don't even want to repeat it on air. But uh, uh, how do I feel about Duncanville now? I feel that Duncanville is a really quality football team. But what I can say is they need to stop scheduling. Uh, the number one, number two, number three team in the country to see where we are. There's plenty of teams in the Dallas area, i.e. South Lake Carroll, if you want to see where you are. <laughs> so let's let's stop with that. Let's give these kids a chance to to compete. Now, not not a not a blowout game. We don't want to see those blowout games anymore. We want them to compete. We like it that you go out and seek national attention, which is great. But let's put the kids in a chain uh, in a, in a place in a situation where they have some success. You know, you want to play football games like that at the high school and the college level, but you got to know when. You got to pick your poison at the right time. I mean, you know, right, right at the gate, playing a team like, uh, uh, what was it, Cal team California, number one team in the country? I, I, mean, I think it's Marta Day or something, something like that. Yeah, I mean, you know, they just mopped the field. They went up and down the field on you. I mean, that wasn't a good game for Duncanville. Hopefully they'll bounce back and, and you know, regain some of the mm, some of that swag they had. But they knocked the swag right out of their mouth, didn't they? <laughs> they did. But, you know, the only bright spot I saw, uh, you and I talked about this on the phone the other day, was Malachi Medlock. This kid yeah. in the past two games has rushed for more than 325 yards. Kid, kid, whoa, <laughs> okay? Uh, this kid's out here uh, making an impact. And to that point, uh, uh, we were talking about it. He decommitted from Colorado State. What are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, uh, sometimes you got to do what you have to do, especially if they're not showing you the love. Uh, you have second thoughts. You know, kids, if you have second thoughts, decommit and see if there's a better place for you. See if there's a somebody that's going to love you. Uh, hey, I tell you one thing. You can tell us firsthand, little brother, on how a team, if they want to back out from you, what will they do? Well, they'll they'll be disinterested. They'll 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 commit you, and then they'll start to not really talk to you in, in hopes that that would have you decommit from them. And the nerve of the Colorado State coach! I've had a chance to talk with uh, one of the family members of Malachi Medlock, and the nerve of one of the coaches to tell them they've been busy. That's why they didn't get an official trip this summer because we were busy this summer. Uh, you know what you can do? Go kick rocks, and you go take that little program, Colorado State, and go flush it down the toilet. Well, you know, they, they, they feel in some kind of strength of courage. I think they had a good outing, you know, here uh, last week. Was it last week or uh, week before last? Well, we'll, get, we'll, get, we'll get to them. I mean, we'll yeah. really get to them, okay? We'll yeah. get to them. Yeah, well, it's, no, it's nowhere to be. It's good for Malachi. You know, he's a superior talent. I mean, I think he's got elite talent, and he's going to do well. He's going to continue to carry that team on his big, strong shoulders. And guess what? You know, Uncle Cliff, we're going to be drinking to him. <laughs> you, know, you know what, Uncle Cliff? Those shoulder pads go north and south. Okay, up and down. Up and down. And if you don't want that helmet, you yeah. better go out the way. Cause he, you know, what he, you know what he trying to do? 
give you that helmet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'm, I, on many occasions, after he gets up, he tell a young man, this ain't what you want. Hey, this is yeah. not it. Hey, not T-H-I-S. D-H. D-H-I, this ain't what you're looking for. This ain't what you're looking for, good buddy. As, as you stepping over a guy, right? But, 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 but Uncle Cliff, you know, you and I are not just confined to the area. We're, we're, we're national uh, high school uh, uh, observers and, and regional, and we would be remiss if we didn't talk about Manville Mavericks and North Shore Mustangs and, and uh, Shadow Creek and the powerhouses out of Houston. You know what? Out the gate, they all, they've been, they all lost. The, the biggest, the, the big three in Houston, they all lost. They still have quality programs, still have quality football players. But, you know, parity is setting in in the Houston area. Uh, well, well, I, 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 you know, me personally, little brother, I was at the Manville game with you. We were checking out Nephew and this and that. I mean, Manville lost, but they didn't lose. I don't know if you could explain that. You know, you and I both witnessed uh, – a debacle of, uh, I mean, I mean, gargantuan proportion. Isn't that that word that I use sometimes? Gargantuan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We're, uh, well, uh, uh, let's say epic proportion, <laughs> which means the gargantuan. <laughs> oh my God! Explain that, little brother. Break it down and, and analyze what well, we saw. Because well, I still I don't believe my eyes. I still I don't believe my eyes. What my eyes tell, showed me. I, I tell you what. This will sum it up. The the score was forty uh, five to forty two. That's the end score, final score. Manville gave up 17 points on special teams. That's all you need it, to know. Well, if you if you talk about straight up points, but but when you add the points that they didn't get, because they had a blocked field goal that a guy well, ran back for a touchdown, I, I, that's 10 I just, points. Oh, you, I okay, just said, you okay. I just I just said that they, they gave up 17, 19 points on special teams. They lost 42, 45. That tells the whole story. It tells special the whole story. teams, that, that's coaching. That's coaching. So we have to. That's coaching and that's execution. And and when it's when there's so many points given away on special teams, you got to lean more towards coaches. And and I I love all our coaches at Manville. I don't I don't want to say anything uh, that would be uh, you know out of line, but it is what it is. You're seventeen and nineteen points uh, on special teams. I mean, we have to figure out what the problem is. And there's serious there is a serious problem. But I have no doubt they'll get it fixed, and uh, we'll go on. We have a game tomorrow night, and they play. Uh, I believe who they play tomorrow night. Clip. You want to move on? I still want to talk about the two minute warning. I thought you go hit that a little bit. Just touch that two minute uh, uh, drill. Okay, we got a minute and fifty seconds left to go in the game. We the score is forty two to forty five. Well, we got the ball on the thirty yard line. Manville Dickerson, Manville Dickerson game. Let's make sure everybody knows who we're talking about. Right. Manville Dickerson. Man, Manville versus Dickerson. We're down there in uh, Kima, down right down on the shore, where the where the where the waves come up on the shore and the yachts are sailing. We're right down there in in paradise, and the score is forty two forty five. I want to set the scene the scene for our audience. If we were in paradise, you know, we could smell the 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 waves and the the, the seagulls and all that. And it's forty two forty five and Everybody's feeling good. You know, we're going to win this game. We're at the 30-yard line and with, with uh, two timeouts, I believe, in a minute and 47 seconds. Explain to us, LeBron, what happened. Well, uh, the offensive coordinator called a reverse. And, you know, uh, he lost yards, uh, a, a reverse, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, you know, um, I, later I was told that he left. He forgot his play sheet at the school. Um, 
I think he's been the coordinator at Manville for maybe five years, but he oh, got his plate. He yeah, forgot his play sheet. Okay, okay. Yeah, he forgot his play sheet. Is that so. why it took him almost a minute to run another play after he ran the reverse? And it was like uh, almost just 37 seconds or whatever left to go in the game. After it was a minute 47, you won one play, and you can't get another play called until a minute runs off the clock. How do you explain that? Well, I think that he wasn't able to get to the locker room and plug up the PlayStation to get that play he needed. <laughs> So he, you know, he just found himself in a pickle, and uh, he just wasn't able to pull it off. So he called a reverse, which was a blunder of epic proportion. And then tell him about there's three seconds left. Three seconds left to go in the game, and we 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 send a guy out there to kick a field goal that's cramping up. The guy comes out there limping with one leg. Well, I tell you what. Uh, I stood it up. The game lost 45-42 in Mando. Gave up 17 points on special team. Let's move on to somebody else. So you, you can't make this stuff up. You, the, our audience think we're diving. This is a true story, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, let's move on, little brother. We didn't have enough fun with that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, uh, North Shore took a loss. Shadow Creek took a loss. I, I expect these programs to bounce back. Um, and uh, they're good football programs. But, you know, sometimes, sometimes the first part of the year, uh, even for good teams, can be brutal. And uh, but high school football is shaping up. It's looking very, very well for Texas. I mean, we have TexansLive.com, the NHFS.com. I mean, all the games are televised. The 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 actual uh, uh, the state of Texas UIL does an outstanding job with the brackets. Uh, you and I frequently and our nephews go to the games every year at Jerry's World. It is a it is a I want to take my hat off to the UIL, the Texas High School High School Coaching Association. They do a wonderful job. We may get on here and laugh and joke, but right. Texas is the beacon of success right. for all states to to, uh, to 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 look at when you're trying to when you're trying to uh, put on high school football playoffs, championship right. series, and so forth. So hats off no, to the Texas High know, School Football Association. We have a little fun and poke a little fun at, at the play call and this and that. But, you know, the coaches in Texas, I, have, I haven't met a one that, that are, that's not absolutely dedicated to, uh, you know, the kids and uh, the time they spend with these young men and the role models that they portray, you know, discipline, you know, hard work, that type of thing. You know, you just can't say enough about those guys. Yeah, we, we all get in the stands and who are them and all that. But we just got like like little brother just said, we got to tip our hats to those guys. They just do an outstanding job with our children in so many ways. So we just want to tell them thank you. But Before we, okay we get you. off, no, 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 no. Before we get off this uh, uh, high school thing, let's talk about one more game that's coming up this week. Okay, Dr. okay, okay. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Da, 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 da. Uh, <laughs> now, now, let's talk about the I-20 corridor. Lancaster, Duncanville, Cedar Hill, DeSoto, uh, Need I say more? Uh, well, you know, Arlington, Arlington Bowie, all the Arlington schools, uh, Grand, all the all the Grand Prairie schools. Well, the Metroplex, you know, right here in the Metroplex, in North Texas, around here in Denton and all that, yeah, yes, we yes, got the best yes. talent in the United States. Okay, yes, yes. okay. I mean, Houston, y'all do y'all little thing down there, but in North Texas, this is a hot <laughs> bed. You know that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Y'all do a little thing down there, but in Texas. 
with the amount of schools and the talent. Man, we got South Lake Carroll. Did you mention them? Well, I said, but I said I-20 corridor. Within okay. that span on the I-20 corridor, okay, yeah. it's amazing talent. Yeah. In the I-20 corridor, that's what the, the recruiters, when they come to town, they know if they go up and down I-20, that they'll hit these major powerhouse schools, and they don't have to go anywhere else. It's just amazing. Well, that's basically the uh, little suburb of the hood. Right. That's where, you know, that 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 20 corridor you're speaking of, the hood is the inner city. Right. And just south of the hood, you got the you know, you got all those schools, with all, all those dollars and all that support. But, you know, don't forget about South Oak Cliff and Velt. V.E.L.T. I mean, you know, we don't have the big oof behind us, you know, in the inner city. But, yeah, that all the inner city kids move out there. And that's what that's what little brother speaking. Well, of. well, I'll leave you with this and we'll move on to college. Now, when an inner city school, let's just say Duncan uh, DeSoto plays South Lake Carroll in the playoffs, we name it in Dallas. We name it the apartments versus the uh, versus the, uh, the uh, houses, <laughs> the middle class or whatever, you know, now, the apartments no, versus apartments versus suburbs. Now, what we have coming up, Duncanville and DeSoto clashing this weekend. Apartments versus apartments. Well, and, 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 you know, and it's going to be a very nice one. But we're going to move on to college football, Cliff. And I know, hey, we got a lot to cover with the college football scene, baby. A whole ooh, lot. Let's get yes, to it. Let's get to it. And, and, you know, you don't need to see us talk about this, but I want to go back, Uncle Cliff. I want to go back and I want to look at this game right there. Where I got yeah. the map. Talk to me. How? You know what? Uh, I saw that game and I watched it. As, as much as I could, but it was just so pathetic. It was deserving of a head coach being fired right after the buzzer. Well, let's and not. I, we're we're going to always pride ourselves with with, with correct information. Uh, but before the season, uh, Randy Estelle, Estelle told the team that he would be retiring at the end of the season. He then goes out and his team loses 45-0 to Fresno State. Later the next week, they're preparing for Purdue, and the players got together and said, you know what, since you decided you were going to check out this early in the year before we even play, let's go Let's go and go and get you out of here. And so what really happened, Uncle Cliff, is that he sped his retirement up, and he went ahead and retired uh, uh, right before the Purdue game. Now, retirement, forced out, you know, but, you know, but we have no indication he was fired. But in, in, in apartment terms – they told you to hit the dough and don't let it hit it on your ass on the way out. Well, you know, you know the definition of insanity, which uh, we've heard so many times. You 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 trying some the same way and it's not working, but you keep trying it anyway with the hope that it's going to work and you get the same result. I mean, so many times you get football coaches to say, "Hey, this is what we're going to do because this is what my playbook say and this is what I taught. I was raised on this and this is what we do." even though it's not working. And that's what happened uh, to Connecticut. And, and you know what? To the coaches' uh, defense, nothing was working. <laughs> well, I, t- I tell you, okay, we're going to scroll through this real quickly. And I tell you what, we're going to look for a game that you and I talked about. Uh, uh, we look Now, here we go. Uh, uh, the first game of the year, number four, uh, 45-31, uh, Ohio State won. But we knew, Uncle Cliff, it was going to be some problems, if, uh, you know, the following week. Let's talk about Minnesota and Ohio State right quick. Well, you can see that. I watched that game, and the score doesn't do 
justice the job that Minnesota did. Minnesota Minnesota fought and scratched, and, and Ohio State they were in the, they was in a dogfight. Even though the forty five thirty one score doesn't reflect that, so we I saw what was coming that we saw the following week. Okay, now let me turn your attention to Oklahoma Tulane. We saw that game too. I need your thoughts real quick. Real real fast, OU, I mean, you won, but you really didn't win, but okay. Okay, I love it, Uncle Cliff. Okay, number 25, Michigan, clashed with Western Michigan, and they won 47-14. to Now, a lot of people are saying, is it fool's goal or is Michigan back? What do you think? It's fool's goal. It's fool's goal. I love your one-word answers. Now, let's go. There's one more game of interest. Alabama-Miami, the first game of the year. Now, you know, Miami, again, you know, I'm not going to say they're Connecticut, but the coaches had the same mindset. And, again, you're outmatched with Alabama. Alabama's going to do that to everybody. But, you know, I believe Miami could have maybe scored more than 13 points. But, you know, it's good that they just got out of there with uh, everybody relatively healthy. Well, we're going to quickly get to week two of Cliff. And there are some things that I want to show you on week two. And we got to talk about number four, Oregon, playing number nine, Ohio State, 35-28. What did you see? Well, I saw this score did not reflect the beating, the beatdown that Ohio State took. I mean, their defensive line, they got mauled. I mean, Oregon, you know, I don't know why they didn't beat them by two touchdowns. I think Ohio State was favorite, two touchdown uh, favorite. Oregon was two touchdown, two touchdown dog. But uh, Oregon should have won that game by two touchdowns going away. Uh, Ohio State made a desperate attempt to come back in the end. Guys, this score doesn't reflect the beating that Ohio State Ohio State took at the hands of Oregon Ducks. You know what I saw, uh, Uncle Cliff? I saw the same thing I saw in the National Championship game with Bama uh, putting it, putting that speed on them linebackers. I saw big 6'4", 240, 250 linebackers in the game that could not run side to side, could not pursue. Oregon was too damn Fast. Well, okay. they needed those linebackers because they cut through that defensive line like butter, and those linebackers weren't there. You're right. They ran away from those guys. Number number seven, Texas and them uh, faced Colorado and almost lost. What, what's going on here? It's hype. You know, A&M, they got this recruiting class. They got this that recruiting class. You know, that goes to show you, boys and girls, sometimes four stars, don't five stars, it ain't all about that. How are you going to put them together, and how do they play together? How are they coached? Colorado should have won that football game. Absolutely. Uh, we only talk about uh, UConn because, uh, uh, ladies and gentlemen, number 80, Jason Medlock is Uncle Cliff's uh, nephew. And he's that's my, my son. nephew. And that's, that's my son. And they were beating 49 0. Uh, uh, we caught it. We, we, we don't know what in the world they can do to turn that program around. But, you know, we're going to glance over that and we're going to just keep on going. But I tell you what. I'm glad that S-Style is not there anymore, uh, you know, that program. But you know what? I want to stop right here at Murray State, Cincinnati. This head football coach, Luke Finkel at Cincinnati, is a dude. He knows how to play. I mean, he, he plays to win. He don't play to go by the coaching uh, black book or this is what we should run and da-da-da. Man, he plays to win. If uh, You know, it's pedal to the metal. If you show him a weakness or if there's a crack in the pool, he's going to bust that sucker open. I'll tell you what. Now, there's one more game that, that we, we, we need to talk about, and, uh, and it is the University of Texas. Uh, I just I, – I don't know what's going on. Uh, you know, uh, they, they actually really, really got their, key, their teeth kicked in by Arkansas. 
Uh, give me your thoughts on that game before we move to the upcoming schedule for the week. My thought is, Texas, do you realize who just equipped you? Arkansas. They are mediocre in the SEC. And do you really want that? Is that what you really, you really want to smoke that wagon? I tell you what, welcome to the SEC, buddy. And you just got selected by a mediocre team in the SEC. That's just my baby. That, I mean, that's just my uncle Cliff. That's just my uncle Cliff. <laughs> I, I tell you what. Now, now we're gonna get your picks because I love to get your take. Michigan State and Miami. What you got? You know, uh, uh, I gotta think that uh, the Miami's gonna come out and they're gonna play a much uh, call a much better game, a game that's suited to their talents. You know, yeah, I'm, I believe you got to run the football, but you don't run it on first and second down and then leave your quarterback on third and eight in a bad situation. I mean, they're going to figure it out, I believe, and do a much better job. And I think uh, Minnesota – I mean, Michigan State is going to be a, a, a challenge for them because Miami, you know, uh, uh, they're still trying to find their way. But I think the Miami Hurricanes will find a way to pull that one out. Okay, uh, UConn and Army. Uh, UConn and Army. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with uh, Army. I'm sorry. I hear you. Uh, uh, now we're going to go to Tulsa and Ohio State. Uh, I think Ohio State's going to bounce back. Uh, Tulsa's not going to lay down for them. You know, they smell blood in the water. They look like sharks. So uh, I'm going to go with uh, Ohio State by seven. Okay, Alabama, Florida. Both teams are 2-0. Now, Bama, you ain't playing Miami, okay? And you just beat up on some, some other small school. Now you got Florida. What's going to happen? Uh, Bama by 21 points. Uh, you know what? <laughs> you, might you, might you know what? Sit down somewhere, Florida. Sit down. Okay? Because Alabama ain't playing with nobody this year. Nobody. Okay? Bama going to do it to everybody. They're going to do it to everybody this year. Uh, we got yeah. U of A playing Grambling. Now, that's kind of down here by us. And, and you got Grambling Tigers coming in. Uh, who do you expect to uh, come, up, come out on top of that game? U of H. You have just, you know, I just, we have to talk about our hometown people. Now, James Franklin, the head coach at Penn State, name has been floating around for the USC job. They they face Auburn, number 10 versus 22. They're both a 2 and 0. Who you got for that game? You, you know what? Uh, I just thought about something, and, and I don't want to throw you off your rhythm because you're in a hell of a rhythm, little brother. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. you didn't touch on Jackson State and what they did to uh, – uh, who was that they did that to? They we're, did that to Florida State. Absolutely. We're going to say primetime before we end our whole segment because I got a lot to talk – I got a lot to say about primetime. Go ahead. Well, that wasn't, that wasn't primetime team, was it? Was that Jackson State? Is that – Absolutely. We're going we gonna to say – let's gonna, let's finish this right here. We're going to get to Dion. Apologies. All right. All right. What do I think about Penn State and Auburn? Penn State, two touchdowns. Penn State, two touchdowns. I love it. I love it. I love it. Now I want to move you real quickly. Uh, uh, UCLA, they're 2-0. They're going to play personal State. I know who you're going to pick. But talk to me about UCLA. They pounded LSU uh, 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 last week. Now they got personal State. Is UCLA real, Uncle Cliff? UCLA, by let me tell you something, man. The Pac-10 to me is very, very attractive. I mean, if your recruits are listening, any of your recruits listening, you guys need to listen to the Pac-10. Pac-10 just fired the coach at USC. They're rich with tradition. USC, UCLA, I mean, uh, Oregon. The Pac-10 is uh, – is, I'm, I'm taking in them this year. I think this might be the year of the Pac. Now, we need to let the good people see us talk. Now, we got to talk about Coach Pryor. That's right. Coach Pryor. <laughs> Now, I, I know that was Coach Prime's team, no luck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Now, now we gotta, we have to. Let's just talk about this, and we're gonna be real delicate. 
if you follow the SWAC, every coach in the SWAC, mostly all of them, they hating on Deion Sanders. They he too this and, and uh, he, I want to see how he do now. Deion bringing you TV deals. Deion bringing money in eyes. One million people watched Jackson State play Florida a and on ESPN. One million yeah. people. Yeah. I just want us to stop it. Yeah. Just, well, we just stop it. This yeah, brother, we, yeah, yeah, he flashed. Yeah, he's prime time. Everybody know who he is. But you know what he's done? You know what he's done, Uncle Cliff? He's worked with kids for as long as we can remember here in the Dallas Forward Metroplex. Absolutely. He's had all kind of uh, all kind of all-star baseball teams, all kind of all-star football teams, little school, league. Educational uh, school. He did a school. He had he trusted people to run the school. They didn't do right with the school. Dion has been investing in kids since he's been in Dallas. Yeah, get him in his flowers. Just stop it. But let's talk about he 2-0. Yeah. He had a rough spring. Yeah. A lot of kids transferred. I get people calling me. You see Dion running everybody out. I said, what head coach don't get a job and have to kind of move some guys around? Yeah. Why are you guys on Dion like this? Right. Now I me I don't know Dion personally. I don't I'm I'm just saying I and I and I and I watch him and I see him, you know, flamboyant. But what I do know is he loved them kids. And he worked. He have you seen his pregame speeches? Deion Sanders is a good football coach, and I tell you who USC needs. I'm gonna throw you the Uncle Cliff and little brother pick. I think USC would be fools if they didn't go get prime time, and so he can re- re- reinvent that program, bring some swag to it, bring bring his spice to it. Get out the way, get your ass out the kitchen. If I'm gonna buy the groceries, you gotta let me cook them, and let prime time get those big time players back in USC. He getting them at Jackson State. He certainly can do it with, at USC with a budget. You go ahead, Claire. What you got? Well, well, look. I'm just gonna say, like, I'm just gonna say this. Jackson State, okay, HBCU school. All right, a bottom feeder historically. Primetime mm-hmm. got there last year. This year, what they do? They went to Tallahassee. <laughs> okay, and they put in a Florida State. That's that. Dion wanted that school. That that job. You know, they turned him down there. And what did he do? Okay, I'm going to go HBCU. And he come back up there, and what did he do? He gave it to him. All right, so I totally, totally agree that, you know, look, SC, they would be foolish not to give primetime a definitely good look. Well, you know, he doesn't have he doesn't have that kind of experience at this well, level. Look, Are you kidding me? Look, look here, look here. I'll just say, uh, what's that guy's name, the head coach for Arizona Cardinals now? Oh, uh, yeah, uh, that's uh, – uh, you know what? We can't even remember his damn name. I don't even know what The only experience he had was he had Texas Tech, and they, they run him off from there. Okay, he got didn't he get fired from there? Well, let's just say that it was time for you to pack up. Well, they run him off from there, and uh, he was going to take an assistant job somewhere, and uh, Arizona said, wait a minute, we want you to be our head coach. Well, he, now, took, a, of- he, he took an assistant job at USC. There you go. Sure did. And, and, and then he got the job at Arizona, which, you know what? Okay, they do that anyway. But I just want to say, think about it. Think about it. I, I don't know who watching our podcast. Well, Deion you know, Sanders can absolutely recruit. You know what? Now, now you're going to think I'm crazy, little bro, for saying this. But uh, 
I like to see Primetime. Now, I don't know Manny, Manny Diaz. I don't have nothing against him, but I like to see Prime down in Miami. Well, I like to see him at Florida State. Where, where that's his alma mater. That's where he made his name. I wouldn't like to see him in Miami. I like. I would like to see Ed Reed or Ray Lewis take control of that program. I like to see Dion at Florida State. Uh, Florida State had a chance to hire him. They should have. He would have brought talent in there. If USC, uh, uh, they, you know, they came out with their list today. Not USC, but some of the pundits came out with their list. And they had white boy, white boy, white boy, white boy, white boy. <laughs> well, that's what it is. You know, that's what that, that's all they that's all they know. I mean, that, that's uh, the top the top five. Now James Franklin was in there. That's just James Franklin. Then the, then the, then the bottom five, white boy, white boy, white boy, white boy, white boy. Now we not prejudiced, and we say that in tongue in cheek. But I mean, are there not any brothers out there that can do the job? Well, that's I mean, the fabric of America. The America, the fabric of America, which is sewn tightly together, is you know uh, a certain class of people, a group of people get all the opportunities, and all the breadcrumbs or the scraps and whatnot, they'll they'll toss them to us and uh, and see what we can make of it. I, you know, I just so that's just the truth. I I tell you what. Now I tell you, we're gonna spend some time on. We're gonna spend some time on Coach Prime. I told everybody who would listen. I think Coach Prime knows my son. He knows Jace Medlock because he was at the private school that he won state championship, Trinity Christian, when we were at DeSoto. And my son was at Chili's one day, and they said that when he walked by a table, Dion was sitting there with some kids. And they said, Dion told the kids, that's Jace Medlock, the tight end at DeSoto right there. So Dion prides himself on knowing all the kids. Mm-hmm. What I, I want to say is this, is that his son, the Dewar Sanders, the quarterback, I've seen him play. I saw him in 707 uh, uh, more than one time because Justin, my son, Justin Medlock, plays linebacker for Manville High School, commit to the University of Miami. And Jace played in a lot of these tournaments. I saw Shadour. I knew he had an arm. This is a big kid now. This is a 6'2", 230-pound, 225-pound kid. This kid is nice. Look at what he's doing in his two games. He's undefeated. Bam, you is a good program, Uncle Cliff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and now, now he throwing that football with accuracy and speed. One of the commentators said, "Look out when he get into his grown man body. You could Ooh. be looking at a, a Sunday kid." I'm gonna go out on the limb right now. That kid right there, that his son, the quarterback Shadir Sanders, would play on Sunday. I'm gonna tell you right now. He got the arm strength. He has the accuracy. And let me just say, he got the arm strength. That kid can throw the football. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, that, and that's what Prime was saying last season. You know, uh, wait till I get my guys in here because I'm, I'm not surprised he some kids are having to leave, you know, because he's got a standard. And that's what if you want to have a winning program, you have to have a standard. And if, and, and if some people aren't meeting that standard, guess what? They got to go. I mean, that's just a, that's just the way of the world. And, you know, I got a good buddy who has a son on the team, and we, we go back and forth. We go back and forth. And he was like, well, you know, Prime running everybody out. I said, no, he not. They see what he want of them, and they running themselves off. Yeah, they can't do it. They can't do it. You can't do it. Like you said, it's, it's two ways. Either you do it or you don't. And if you don't, really don't do it. Well, my two ways. It, it's a chair. You know, my, my two ways. It's my way and my way. Those are the yeah. two ways I don't think I know. But 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 I tell you what, we're gonna flip the script and we're gonna move over to the NFL conversation. And uh I tell you what, Uncle Cliff. Uh how about them cowboys? How about them cowboys? How about them cowboys? But I tell you this, I tell you this, 
we we need to we need to really 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 you know try to try to look at uh what is what is the mystique of the injuries and and then they start all good and they losing players i you know demarcus lawrence is out with a broken foot for six to eight weeks what is going on with the Cowboys? they got some promise but then on the other side they got dark energy hanging on hanging a cloud hanging over the team I mean, you know, you got to point the finger at Jerry Jones. I mean, Jerry Jones has his thumb on everything. I mean, from the jocks to all the cash is in the bank. I mean, and good Lord, he's made a whole lot of cash. He's, he, he's doing great in that regard. But when it comes to football, the karma that he just just follows him around is not good karma. I mean, Jerry, you know, he's a he's a me, selfish guy, and he's always talking about team and this and that, but it's all about him. And that's why, you know, I believe – that uh, you reap, I mean, the fruit that you, the seed that you sow, that's the fruit that you uh, harvest. I'll tell you what, before we start our NFL conversation, I want you to do a, your signature line, your signature, uh, and we're going to do, I'm going to introduce your new signature line that you normally do, okay? And that, that you normally do, and that it's, it's one of the Western lines by both our favorite, uh, 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 actor, Western actor Clint Eastwood. Okay, so uh, I know, you know exactly. I, I, I want you to say that, and then we're gonna move on to our NFL segment. Yeah, you're bounty hunter boy. Man's got to do something for a living. Dying ain't much of a living, boy. <laughs> <laughs> this ain't necessary. You can just turn around. <laughs> well, <yeah. laughs> hey, 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 dying ain't, dying ain't much of a living. Yeah, I need much of a living, boy. <laughs> Absolutely. So we're gonna we're gonna get to the NFL, and uh, right now we I want you to do your famous Uncle Cliff one liners when I go to the team. Twenty nine thirty one Tampa Bay. Talk to me. You know, winners win and losers lose, and uh, that look who, look who won that game. Cowboys lost and Tampa Bay won. Okay, Pittsburgh Buffalo twenty three sixteen. What you think? Like I said, winners win. Okay, big games. Pittsburgh. Uh, that that head coach that they got. What's that guy's name? He's a mean son of a. You know what? Absolutely. He wins football games, man. He don't care. He, he that's all he need is a shoestring and a can, and he'll win a football game. What a San coach. Francisco, San Francisco, forty-one, Detroit, thirty-three. Get at me, Uncle Cliff. Who cares? Seattle, twenty-eight, and I love you, Uncle Cliff. Cause you know what? You just keep it real, baby. Seattle 28, Indianapolis 16. Where are we at? Russell Wilson is the man. Yeah, I heard that. New York 14, first-round pick. They took that guy. They didn't take the kid from Ohio State, uh, uh, Justin, and Carolina 19. How do you feel about that? Mm, again, who cares? Cleveland 29, Kansas City 33. My home boy. Let me tell you something about my home boy. Yes, sir. <laughs> he worth every nickel they paying him. They underpaying that man. He should have got 550. You know, they gave him 450. Yeah, they gave him 450. He should have got 550, little five, boy. 550. We're going to speed this up. Okay, Green Bay number three, uh, three, New Orleans Saints 38. I was disappointed in Aaron Rodgers. Uh, I mean, come on, Aaron, but go ahead, up, Cliff. Man, Aaron Rodgers don't give up. Can't you see I don't give up? Because the guy in this movie said, can't you see the guy's crazy? And the other guy said, don't you, can't you see I don't give up? You know? <laughs> <laughs> Chicago 14, Los Angeles Rams 34. What you say? The head coach of Chicago will soon be fired. 
Baltimore 27, the Raiders 33 on Monday Night Football. What a game. I saw uh, that. What a game. I saw uh, that game. Raiders. Oh, my goodness. That, what a game. What but a you know game. what? The Raiders are going to win the Super Bowl as soon as Aaron Rodgers gets out of Green Bay and signs with Las Vegas. Remember, Uncle Cliff said that. All right. Ooh. Denver 27, New York Giants 13. Denver. They, 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 they're a good football team again. What a good organization. Denver's a great organization, okay? Every year they're going to do their thing. Miami 17, New England 16. Cam Newton's not there. Tua Tagovailoa is starting quarterback from uh, from Alabama and Miami. And then you got the starter at New England, the first-round pick this year out of Alabama. Well, you know, Nick Saban is just awesome hit a college football coach. He, he just turns them out. What, what, uh, he got starting quarterbacks all over the league. Tyrod Taylor, 27. I mean, 37 for Houston. Jacksonville, 21. How about Tyrod Taylor winning the opening, opening season game? He's a solid, solid quarterback. You know, he's going to win, you know, seven, eight games a year. You know, he, he's at least 500, but I don't think he's a starter. But, yeah, a solid quarterback. Chargers 2016 over the Redskins. The Chargers got a good football team. They've been having a good football team. For some reason, they can't put it together. They can't put everything together. Washington, uh, you know, hey, they're not going anywhere. Arizona 38, Kyler Murray. Tennessee 13. Tennessee had a – they had a balling team last year. Kyler Murray, have they figured it out with Cliff Kingsbury at head coach? Kyler Murray, I'm with Kingsbury. If Kyler Murray was in a draft, I I draft him over first overall. Minnesota 24, Cincinnati 27. Joe Burrows is back. He got the he got the opening day win. You know Joe Burrows. I I love the way his game is, but too bad he plays for Cincinnati. Jalen Hurst, another Alabama quarterback starting in the NFL. There's three of them. Atlanta six. Jalen Hurst 32. Give me something on clip. They played Atlanta. Oh God, I love I love the hot taste of Uncle Cliff. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Week is coming up, Uncle Cliff. The Giants, the New York Giants, and the Washington Redskins. NFC East battle. What we got, baby? Giants by three. Houston and Cleveland. What you got? Ah, uh, look at here, look at here, look at here. I know, I know. Now oh. I like. I, I, I never, I never thought I'd say this. I kind of like Baker. Baker growing up, I love it. Yeah, are they playing in Houston? Uh, I, uh, it says. Uh, uh, well, it doesn't matter. I'm it taking. Matter. I'm, I'm, I'm taking Cleveland. You're gonna take Cleveland. Buffalo and Miami. Buffalo. Okay, San Francisco, Philadelphia. That's uh, San Francisco. Okay, I'm gonna take Philadelphia on that. One. New York. Uh, I'm sorry, Carolina, uh, New Orleans Saints. The Saints. Can you start licking your finger like Jameis Winston? I'm gonna take the Saints too. Minnesota Vikings, Arizona Cardinals. Arizona. I got that. Dallas and the Chargers. <sighs> I'm pulling for the Cowboys. I'm seeing them in blue, but the Chargers are tough now. Chargers uh, are tough. My homeboy against Baltimore. Who you got? God, the Chiefs, man. Chiefs, oh, too, much, too much firepower for Baltimore. Oh, God. Detroit and Green Bay, Uncle 12. Talk to me. Uh, Green Bay. I don't care if Rodgers don't want to play. He, he can beat Detroit with his eyes closed and one leg. <laughs> Tennessee and Seattle, talk to me. <laughs> uh, Seattle. Oh, now, they love it hard. Atlanta, Tampa Bay. Uh, let me see. Atlanta, Tampa Bay. Uh, let me see. Uh, yeah. Oh, come on, man. Tampa Bay. Why are we talking about this? I, By two I, or three touchdowns. I think Atlanta. I think Atlanta actually stinks this year. Yeah, three touchdowns. Tampa Bay by three touchdowns. Denver and Jacksonville. Need I say more? Yeah, we shouldn't even cover that. Denver by uh, ten points at least. Now here we go. 
the game to me the game of the week. The Raiders and oh Pittsburgh. My and that's gonna be at night. Is that a night game? Or is it twelve p.m.? Oh wow! It's gonna be it's gonna be at twelve. That's an early game. I'll make sure. I tell you what, uh, Pittsburgh don't gonna be too much for the Raiders. New York, New England, New England, Los Angeles, Indianapolis, the Rams. I got you. Cincinnati, Chicago. Cincinnati, Chicago. They can't. They don't. They too stupid to win. The head coach. They won't win anything with this guy. I mean, uh, the guy's a moron. The guy's a moron. He's gonna get himself fired. He knows it. I don't know why. Uh, oh my god. Oh my god. Danny <laughs> Dobbin. You got the number one. You got this kid. that's all everything. Okay. Oh my god. <laughs> you start Danny Dobbin. Come on, man. What's wrong I, with you? I want to. I want to. <laughs> I want to remind you guys, uh, uh, if you want to look at, watch our, look at, our, listen to our podcast, go to anchor.fm backslash dashboard. Anchor.fm backslash dashboard. We've now just got on uh, Spotify. We're on Apple. Uh, this podcast is growing tremendously. So I want you guys to be able to, ch- to take, uh, check that out. And, and uh, you know, uh, you know, there it is right there at the bottom of the screen. And you can always come to uh, the YouTube channel or just go to Anchor or go to any of the podcasts and put on Uncle Cliff and Little Brother. Yeah, Uncle Cliff. I got a question for you real, real fast, Little Brother. Now, yeah. what makes this guy from Chicago, the head coach there? Now, this guy's complete. You know, just a complete idiot. I mean, what makes him more qualified than prime time? I mean, would you rather have this guy coaching a team or prime time? I mean, I'll tell you what. I mean, I've seen yeah, enough of that guy. How do you not start Justin Fields after what he did in the preseason? He showed you he was ready. And then you go out there and lose the opening game? I, I mean, I don't get that. Deion Sanders could come right now and coach the Chicago Bears better than this. I don't know the guy's name. And we won't know yeah. his name after the season's over because he's going to be gone. No, he's gonna be gone for the season. He won't last his next game, <laughs> especially yeah. if he keeps starting Andy Dalton. <laughs> Only way he'll last if the owner told him, "Don't you start stop it? <laughs> you, you, you stop it! You told me you were gonna act ignorant on the air, and here you go. You know I told the damn lie right. when I said uh, that. <laughs> you, you starting Andy Dalton yes. over <laughs> Justin Fields? Oh my God! Did you not see what Andy did last year? Oh uh, yeah, uh, we saw what he did last year. I, I, but I want to take the time. I cannot reiterate enough the job that Coach Prime is doing in, oh, in yeah. the SWAT. And whoever's watching this podcast, I don't care who you are, where you are. And we talk a lot of stuff, but we mean yeah. well. Yeah. But y'all get off Prime back. Yeah, give him his flowers, man. He deserves it. Get off it. it. Stop, stop crabbing the bucket. The same thing they do with these HBCUs. Find stop. out about that man's record. This man, he cares about kids. I mean, he, he cares about the HBCU. I mean, you know, I want to just give him a hug when I see him and say, thank you, brother. You know, thank I mean, you, brother. Thank you. you. Know? And, and thank you for yeah. bringing excitement yeah. to the 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 the, the uh, uh, HBCU football uh, landscape. Thank you for recruiting five stars and four stars that believe in you to come to your school. And if he can do it there, he can do it for USC. Mark my words, USC, you better have him on the candidate list. But you know what? He probably won't talk to you at the end of the year because he like where he is. There you go. I'm well, Michael Cliff. And I'm little brother, and we appreciate you being with us. And we're gonna go ahead and sign off. But until then, give us another, give give us another one. I was gonna build a house, William Buddy. <laughs> yeah, well, I guess you're gonna have to build it in hell. <laughs> <laughs> Bam! <laughs> <laughs> See All right. y'all. Good night. Next good time. night. Good night.